Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the second week of more than just a podcast. Um, it's the same gang here as last week. We have Sean. Hello. Uh, John. Hello. I'm George. And uh, we've got a very special guest with us tonight. He's uh, very well known in the podcast industry. He is the Welsh Under-21 International and AS Wimbledon midfielder, Rhys Jones. Hello, Rhys. Hey, how are you? Hello, Rhys. Um, and albeit we already have our special guest, special guest. Uh, we That's do easy a, for you to say. We do have a uh, <laughs> a real special guest with oh, us cheers. today Thank on you. the phone yeah. in oh. the shape of Jeremy Nicholas, the West Ham United Stadium announcer, who's going to be answering a few questions about his book and about West Ham. The uh, first thing we're going to talk about is the Forest game on Sunday. Um, none of us went, did we? No. So we all watched it, I hope. Yep. Rich, did you watch it? Yep, I you watched it. You don't have to lie. No, I did watch it. <laughs> I did watch it. Um, another... Four goals away from home. Good result. Um, do you think we're playing well? Or are we just playing the worst of teams of the league? Sean? Well, I, I say I watched it. I didn't watch it live. I actually listened to it on my iPhone, walking around a garden centre, live on West Ham TV audio. That's dedication for you. I then watched it garden centre? Family business. And, and then, I, then I watched it back live. Well, not live, but recorded on, on Sky. So I heard it on the radio, heard all the commentary and then watched it afterwards and maybe a little bit ill-judged because I, I, I listened to what the commentator did and then sort of looked at it with that mindset. I suppose it sounded like we we started really, really badly. You know, they, they were on top of us and I thought they were just about <laughs> to score a goal. And then <laughs> in goes the own goal and uh, the game changed, didn't it? And uh, I thought they were very unlucky, to be honest. 33 minutes later, we were 3-0 up. How did that happen? Goals in. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Even Carlton Cole. That was a good finish from two yard out. No, he, yeah, he, he tried his hardest to miss that. <laughs> he tried so Side hard. Uh, what was going on with Nolan missing from three yards out? I mean, you know, it could have been 7 0. From look at all the chances we had, it could have been 7 0. And uh, I think you said earlier, you know, are we playing all the crap teams at the moment? Because I know that Nottingham Forest, had, I think it was their third defeat in 45 games at home. Um, at home. But, I don't know, they didn't look that great. 
against us? Are they scared of us? Our we, away we, form dominates. We did play a crack team earlier on in the week. <laughs> what? Audition? <laughs> Let's not mention Audition. We're not talking about that, no. no. I know. Uh, but, Sean, you must have been slightly happier than you were against Aldershot because Ilunga didn't get a chance. Well, I'm something. glad you've asked me that question because uh, I put this in my blog. You know, It was said in the papers that Ilunga had an injury. Have you got a blog? I have Sean. got a blog. No. <laughs> what is that? Where it's you've West, never mentioned where you that? It's, it's westhamfootball.co.uk, oh, yeah. funny enough you ask. Anyway, in, in the blog I said, I hope that you know Big Sam uh, has woken up, smelt the roses and not no. picked him. But in the papers, he said he was injured. injured. Now, I hope that's not true. And if Alunga is back on the team when played Portsmouth, I will be ripping up my season ticket if it was made of paper. That's a bold statement. It's made of plastic, so I don't think you can rip it up. But no, I'm, I'm, I think you know. I won't say it's time for him to retire, but I I don't think it will. (laughs) Why not? You did did last last week. That maybe is a bit harsh, but I, I hope it's the last time he wears a West Ham shirt. That's very mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least I'm, I'm not denying him his trade in football anymore. I'm just saying I hope it's the last time he wears a West Ham shirt. Uh, John, what do you think of the Ilunga situation? Was he is he injured or has Big Sam given up on him? I think um, I think it was McCartney's turn. I think McCartney was fit, ready to go, and I think it's a smokescreen. I think he was giving McCartney a go. I think McCartney done well, and he will keep the shirt. Why so was he on the bench though? What, Lunga? Yeah. Lunga. Well, I think Lunga. it was all part of the... Uh... He read my blog. He didn't, and... he, didn't want, he didn't want the whole force of how bad we've been put blame put onto Alunga. So he put him out of his I, misery. I don't know. Your left-back's a really weird position to be taken up a place on the bench. But I think you're not really going to change your left-back, are you, in a game? Really, so it might be. You a are when it's a lunga. Well, when <laughs> it's a lunga, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, lunga had been clearly at fault for. Yeah, yeah. Well, George, you tell games. us your thoughts on this. You know, I think I'd like to think Big Sam's given up on him, but I think he probably is just injured, and you'll probably see him again. Personally, wasn't it his fault all the shot as well? Wasn't yes, it, it was definitely. Definitely his fault or the shot. I haven't and, seen... And, and we're recording the this the day before the transfer deadline, but I'm just hoping, in, you know, that all the shot oh, come yeah. in for, <laughs> for a look for a Or AFC Wimbledon or, you know, or... Uh, Gareth Gwilliam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, or, or the Royal Oak pub side. The, the other player missing... <laughs> the other player missing on Sunday was Scott Parker. Um, we seem to function better in midfield, I thought, without him. What's your views on this? I agree. I I think the whole plan in the summer was that he was going. So I think they put Nolan in place to take his place. So I think he's gone. It's only a shame he's going to. Well, there is a. Whilst recording this, there's breaking news that uh, Scott Parker has put in for a transfer request at West Ham. And uh, I think there's a theory behind this, isn't there? Well, I guess. What they're saying is, if he gives up his right for the extra money, that will make the deal go through with Spurs. You know that there will be more money, and um, West Ham will get closer to the asking price. I think they wanted about eight million, but he weren't going to get eight million. I think we said, you know, it's two million per year of playing year left. That would value him about six. And my sources tell me that we get that valuation around about six million. Yeah, I think we will. Um. Reese, what did you think about our midfield? Being a midfielder yourself, 
How do you think we got I on? think it works well. I mean, Parker's a good player, but I think for someone like Kevin Nolan, I don't think this in an arrogant way, but I think he likes to be the main man, so to speak. No, yeah, I, th- I think with Parker gone, he'll, be, he'll feel he's the... He is Mr. West Ham. And we got to see the chicken dance. We did. Yeah. Only for a brief moment, though, as he got, he got squashed. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, think he was, I think he might have been annoyed about that. Yeah. But yeah. I enjoyed well, the small well, I thought taste the, of it. The amazing thing was him playing with Cole. You know, if Cole can stay now, Cole had an excellent Cole had a game. brilliant game. And, mm. and looking at um, Loneland and, and Cole together, I thought they played Nolan. really well. Nolan, you said it again. Did Nolan. I say Noland? Yeah. Nolan. Nolan and Cole. Carlton Cole. Played really well together. Mm. I thought Pickyon did well when he came on as well. I thought he played well. Freddie Pickyon, really? I did. I thought yeah. he, he he went round them a couple of times and that. And I know the game was dead, but he's still a good player. Winston to Reed ranks. got his first goal. Oh, he yeah. was very happy about yeah. that. I don't think so because he started kicking all the balls. I, <laughs> yeah. I thought he got a goal before. I thought it was his second goal. Was it his first, first league, league goal. First league goal. He got a cup. Goal he, got, he got man of the match in the paper. Did he? Yeah. I thought Carlton Cole got. Man of the match. Got it depends match what paper Sky. though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, this was in the Sun, so it must be true. <laughs> must be true. <laughs> um, Scott Parker then off to Spurs. That's how it's looking. And um, what's the general feeling about that as West Ham fans? Are we disappointed? I know. I'd rather him not get to Tottenham, to be honest. Well, do you know what? I was hoping that maybe. Arsenal coming with a late minute transfer. They lost eight two. You know, I thought I had to mention that. And um, I think I most thought, people would know that. By now. <laughs> I thought Wenger might come in. What? I'm sure I said this last week. I think Parker fits far better in the Arsenal team than he does in in the Spurs team, and it would really piss off well, the Spurs know. fans. If, if Modric well. goes. They're going to have a space there alongside. Well, Harry said Modric's not going, so it must be true. I doubt they'd get rid of him now once Van der Vaart's out. Harry's also just said that um, the deal with Scott Parker should go through tonight. Yeah. Well, you know, he's gone. His head's gone the other way. Uh, Like I said last week, move on. Nothing to see here. Well done, Scotty. Wish you all the best. You know, I think you said on your blog, is he a legend? Probably not. not. He played well, or he played like he should be as a professional while everybody else didn't play very well last season. Um, and I think you said on your blog as well, you know, Tony Cotty went to Millwall, but he's a legend. You just you just memorised my blog. I know, you? but I haven't memorised it. I've read your blog. You just can't, can't just read my blog out when we do our podcast. Why not? I think it's a very good point. Well done. It was well written. So, uh, John, what do you think about Scott moving to Tottenham, supposedly? Well, I, um, I expected him to go. I think the whole club has been geared up waiting for him to go through the summer. I was disappointed he's going to Tottenham, to be honest. And I'm surprised that no one else came in for him. He was player of the season last year. And I wonder why, really. No other club. I mean, there was talk of Villa. I know QPR come in with a laughable four mil. That loyal Fernandez fan. And uh, I don't understand why. I don't know, Sean, your theory about him being based... He's based in Surrey, you know, he's a family man, as as Harry said on Sky Sports News, and, you know, he only could go to a London club. I just didn't work out why Wenger didn't didn't come in for him. I don't think he wants to play for QPR, because QPR are going to get relegated and he'll be in the same way, but who knows? Look at how many points Spurs have have, uh, put on the board. Maybe they get relegated this year and he'll come down again. 
it might be a good day's viewing, wouldn't it? But, it, you know, it's 65 grand a week off the payroll. That's another way to look at it. I don't know if we could afford to keep Parker on the payroll um, for the whole season anyway. I think they'd already worked out, salary-wise, it was off the payroll, and then they got a bit nervous. And your theory is that he's getting a, taking a pay cut to go to I, I've heard he's taking a pay cut. I don't know how big a pay cut. Talking to my professional advisor here, Reese, says maybe five or ten grand, maybe... <laughs> He's well, going to I don't know. He's supposed to be on 70, isn't he? Is it 70? He's on well, six, some say 65, 65 70, 75. He's in the same He's in the same bracket, bracket as Reese. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> if you're counting it in the penny and string. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think it's not about the money thing. You have got a lot of string. <laughs> You've got a lot of string and pennies. Yeah, so who knows, you know? What makes the the euro will fold soon and everyone will be using pennies and string. <laughs> <laughs> They'll all be coming. And you would have heard it here first. More than just a podcast. <laughs> um, Reese, this question's for you because it's one of your fellow international teammates. Okay. Uh, Jack Collison hasn't been the same player that we saw before he was injured, mm-hmm. or what we hoped he would be in the first four games because he played. Is it four or five? Five. five. Um, what do you think about? And do you think he will improve as the season I goes on? I think he or? will. I mean, it's a it, it was a bad injury. You're, you're not your mind is is more uh, vulnerable than than your body because he's not going to be in the same mindset. He's going to be wary of his leg, and that I think the more games he plays, the more obviously you will trust in him, and that he's gonna he's not going to be what he was, but you're going to see the real potential in him. But he's just got to give time because it was such a bad injury. You sure. won't won't be what he was. Is that ever or no? I see. You won't be what he was at the moment. He's, he's got to build up the confidence and that, and it's it's only been five games as we said, so he's got a lot of time. There's a lot of the season left. I'm sure he'll come through, especially in the championship as well. I, I'm in two minds. I'm going to disagree with you, Reese. I think you know some players just don't ever recover from an injury like that and never recapture that. It's only been five games. Yes. I know it has, but we're West Ham. We do it the hard way, and therefore, you know, God's law says. He won't be the player he was before because he never works like that for West Ham. You know, if you're Man United, I'm sure you completely recover well, you from it. Know. If I mean, West Ramsey Ham, has. Look at Ramsey now. He didn't play for West Ham. Well, he's not been very good though. No. He's been he's been good. Really, he's been solid. Yeah, he was quality and they lost eight two. <laughs> no, I'm not saying <laughs> that. The I don't think any Arsenal player was what? good. But Let's wait and see. The jury's out. The jury's out. Yeah. Um, I think he'll improve. I think he's got the. He's still young. He's very young, in fact. How old is he? 22. 22, yeah. Can't yeah. play 21s no more. I don't know how old he is. Is that how it works, Reese? Well, no, I'm just going through my head how I'm working <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. When you're 22, you can't play under 21s anymore. Yeah, is that can, how it works? You can. Oh, you, you can? can yeah. yeah. You, you can play two certain... Three. Yeah, two or three players. I don't older. know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> um, I'm not but smart. yeah, I think, I think it'll improve. I think you see signs of what he was, and you do see some potential there. But yeah, I think he'll be alright. I hope he does because he's got that extra something to find the pass, and he was showing some good vision on the ball. So I hope he does improve from the player he was. So he could come the hour, come of the man. Um, <laughs> come on, Jack! <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> You're saying earlier. Carton Cole had a very good game on Sunday. Um, 
He's now our top goal scorer. Goal scorer. Oh, well who, done. Who, who, um, who picked Cole Couldn't for the top goal scorer last Shh. week? No one. No, one of you two did. One of you two. It wasn't me. I, one I of said you Nolan. two said. Yeah, said you Nolan. said Carlton Cole, maybe. No, I said. No, you who, said I said whoever we brought in. So that must be Sam. Brian Montenegro. No, not Brian. You said Carlton Cole. Then, no, I said Nolan. I said. Oh. Well, um, someone fought Carlton Cole. But yeah, he he is now Poor a man. top. Goal. No, they didn't. <laughs> There's only four people here. No one said Cole. Maybe it was Simon Tunhill then. Simon Tunhill. Yeah, I'd say. He might have tweeted um, in that, maybe. Yeah, so he's now our top goal scorer. He's got three what, goals. Simon Tunnell is their top goal scorer. No, Cotton. He's top goal scorer. Goal scorer. And uh, oh, no scorer too. <laughs> <laughs> Will it continue? Will Carlton keep banging him in? Or will he have another dry patch like he usually has? No, I think he'll, he'll carry on banging them in. I think, you know, if there's someone to bang them in, he's the man to or do it. Ac- accidentally putting them in in the net. Yeah. He, he's uh, fortuitous, and if he's around, bang, it'll go in. Right. Dad? John? <laughs> John's my dad, by the way. I thought I'd point that out. Why do I? I'm not just shouting out dad. Cheers. Or John. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Come on. No, I don't, Answer I'm, the question. No, I think Cotton Cole will score a good few, but I agree with you, actually. I think he'll probably. Be like he's done now and got two or three and then have a nice little dry patch. But I think uh, now we've got a couple of new strikers in. Mm. Where's John Carew? Yeah. I don't know, but he's bigger than me or you. He's yeah. going to score one or two. Ah, John Carew, Carew. <laughs> um, Sean, you were saying earlier on your Twitter, at West Ham Football, that someone tweeted you telling you that Rob Green was in the ship pub. Yeah. Not, not, not a ship pub. No, no. <laughs> well, the story goes um, that uh, Robert Green was in the ship in Wandsworth, I believe, not Weybridge, and uh, he was having a, a burger, chips and an ale, allegedly, and uh, he went up to him and said, so what's going to go on, Rob? And he said, no, I'm, I'm staying at uh, West Ham, 100%, guaranteed. I saw Danny Murphy yesterday. No. In Epsom. Was he eating a burger? He wasn't, he was having a tie. <laughs> He did a tie. Yeah, just a tie. <laughs> just a little a tie mess on tie. All right, okay. No, he, um, he but was an I, I tell you what I'm more concerned about. This little story about Robert Green today pulling out the England squad with a, with a little pinky finger or some kind of finger injury. Um, I think you put it in your blog or something that says... Are oh, you reading my blog again? When is he ever injured? You've got it in your pocket. Is he, when is Robert Green ever injured? You know, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I would say maybe he's coming back to have a medical for for another club. I, th- I thought that. Maybe. But who, though? QPR. Paddy Kenny's not going to cut it. Mm. You don't think Paddy Kenny will cut it? No. What, what, what proof is there? Didn't he get for not cutting Last it? time. Oh, drugs. <laughs> did he? Is that <laughs> true? He had the drugs ban, didn't he? Did he? I don't know what for, but... It's all alleged. Yeah. Mm. Um, Paddy. That's <laughs> all alleged stuff. No, that's not. If he's been banned, then that's it. He, he got done for eight months. months didn't he? he might have just had asthma drugs or something. Or yeah, it might just be or flu. Been taking fat pills like Colo Toro. <laughs> from his wife. Um, yeah, so Green's staying, but he's pulled out. John, what do you think? I think he's staying. You think, I think, it, you yeah, think, I think he's really got a broken finger? I don't think he's got a broken finger. They said he had a hurt finger, didn't they? An injured finger. finger. Why do you pull out the score with a little injured finger? 
Because he has to catch the ball, and if it hurts yeah, his finger, he's second string goalkeeper anyway, isn't he? Yeah, so he doesn't need to be there. It's better for us; he can have a rest. Mm. I, don't I, think, I don't think he's going anywhere. No, don't you? no. We'll see. I don't think anyone. Midnight wants tomorrow. We we know. Yes. By the time people listen to this podcast, eleven o'clock. Is it eleven o'clock? I thought it was midnight. No, no. no. It's a school well, night. Then you'll be watching it at two o'clock in the morning, and they'll go, "Oh, so and so and signed." Yeah. It's only for so the paperwork, isn't it? Registration. Yeah. Well, I didn't know Tottenham. Signed Van and Van der Vaart about really a week late. later. Yeah. yeah, so you never can tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Robert Greenstein, we've brought in a couple of other new players this week. Um, Sam Baldock signed not long after we recorded our last podcast. Um, from MK Dons, Freeze's friends. Hmm. Um, <laughs> what do you know about Sam? You call Baldock? them the franchise, don't you? You're not allowed to call them MK Dons. Is that right? No, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, controversial. No. A controversial subject. Mm-hmm. Is it really? Yeah. You're not going to talk about I'm it? I'm not. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I probably got talk. a media ban on that. Um, yeah. So, what do you know about him, anyone? Anyone know how he's been well, doing? Or? I know he's scored three and three. Yeah, I think a lot of people have said, you know, he's been scoring for fun. Uh, he scored, as you said, three and three. Um, he's... Um, I saw a great YouTube of a compilation of all his goals. It looked great, but then someone said to me, if you take a clip and put all the great bits together, you'd even make Carlton Cole look good. And I yeah, suppose that's right. So you can't have go him like that. tripping over the ball. But I think he, he scored a wonder <laughs> coming goal off his bum. Um, against, it was in the semi final playoff last year. And uh, that's on YouTube. You want to look at that. And it's a set piece and he whacks it in. So have a look at that on YouTube. He looks like the right type of player. He's. He's uh, he's uh, five foot seven, uh, not the fastest player. And, how old is he? Uh, little ball. How old but is apparently, he? you give him the ball from six yard box, and he'll, he'll knock it in. And we haven't had too many of them lately, I'm not afraid. Yeah, no, it's sounds like what we need. How I'm going to go for him now. Yeah. How are you? Goal scorer. Yeah. So Bulldog, ever, top uh, goal scorer. Whoever we brought in. How old is he? 22. Oh, Everyone's 22. Good age. Is he? I think he is. Great age. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Obviously, you know, the information we're giving out. And uh, I think he's our only, <laughs> he's only signing of under 30, actually, of, of all the signings he's made. Or under six foot five. <laughs> yeah, true. Signed an 18-year-old. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got an 18-year-old. Brian. Brian Mon- 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 Montengro. Montengro, you've written here, Sean. Uh, Montenegro. Uh, Montenegro. Which I think is an excellent name. I'm sure we can it's come country, up with some kind it? of song. It is a country. Yeah. Brian Montengro. Yeah. Montenegro. Montenegro, sorry. You've written Montengro. I know. I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> <laughs> can we get past your very neat handwriting then <laughs> Brian yeah. Montengro does anyone know him does he play um, with Sam Bullcock oh yeah I didn't know <laughs> that one didn't spell that one Sean done our running order for today and uh, he decided to put MK Don striker Sam Bullcock wait is it a spelling competition no it's not but when I'm reading it off the sheet I quite like to uh, well, I think you knew who I was talking about have it done oh that's the same thing Cheers, Reese. Well, it was just Sorry, a Reese just alerted us that um, there's news was... about Scott Parker, but it's just breaking news that he's handing the transfer request. Um, what do you know about Brian Montengro? Not very much. But no. I, I do know something. I've done a little really? bit of research before really the podcast. Sure. Who'd expect me to? So a lot of the papers are saying, you know, he scored seven in, in 51 and he's not very prolific. But I've done a little bit more research, you see. And found out that actually 26 of those, he came on as a late sub. So actually, 25 games. So 7 in 25 sounds a lot better. He's a youngster. It's he's not a brilliant. It's not brilliant. But, we've got, you know, we've got a him on loan, haven't we? As long as it, we haven't made the same mistake with Savio. And what was that? Six million quid for a wonder kid. Oh, it was supposed to be he never nine. played. And nine with add-ons if he ever played a game or scored goals, I think. But the, the add-ons were never realised. But, you know, he's a one-year deal. Let's see. Give us a gamble. I option to buy. Option to buy as well. Really? So Do we? Yeah, option to buy. Resources. Resources. Yeah. HP. Ketchup. HP and ketchup. They've done that <laughs> on South Graham, didn't they? Yeah. They were like the Sky Sources. Yeah. They, was, they were dressed up <laughs> as uh, ketchup and brown sauce. And they were sitting there and they were watching Sky Sports News and Georgie Thompson's like, breaking news, Sky Sources, so-and-so has been signed. And then it cuts back to them watching the telly and the bloke goes I told you not to tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, times. Yeah, so who do we expect to be arriving and going in the transfer deadline? Um, well, we've got do Papa we Booba Diop. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's breaking news. He obviously played well today. Well, I just got a tweet from someone saying it's nice we're part of his retirement plan. I mean, that does say it a bit. You know, he's past his best years. I'll be surprised how many first team starts. Reese, ex Fulham. He's so your right. ex Fulham. Yeah, he's just really big. Did you used to train? What near sort him? of Benny McCarthy big? Or no, a, just as in he's a yeah, big he's man. Six he's foot like, five, he's like actually, isn't that he? Faye. Six if, foot if five. If he uses him at like last five minutes, ten minutes, you're one nil up away. You'll bring him on, and they'll just kick and head everything away. That's what I'm guessing. He, he is. Um, he is one. We will be the tallest team in the championship. He was always good. I remember it was before action, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, he was always in the thick of it, mm. and I always thought well. he was decent. But how old is he? Twenty-two? No, <laughs> he's not twenty-two. Surprising. <laughs> no. Thirty-one. I thought he was thirty-two. Thirty-one. Still got a few years. Then I thought uh, he was a bit oh, older. Yeah, yeah. I th- 
he's in his 30s, I have 32 or, or maybe even. You might be should make a bit more effort on things like that in the future. Well, I, I, I did look at other things. Well, well, but I, I, I did all my research right on first. Montenegro yeah. and not on uh, Papa Mon- Diop. Montenegro. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what we need to bring in, really. I think we've got Sam Bullcock. He's quite good looking. <laughs> well... Scott's gone, <laughs> and there was rumour that Jake uh, Livermore was going to come yeah, in. He's he, us down he, though, he, isn't he said on Twitter, he said, I'm not coming, and who knows. Uh, Spurs are saying that it was West Ham's idea. Uh, West Ham are saying Spurs offered out, but who knows what the truth is. But, you know, Maybe it'd be nice. Apparently. Well, I'm not going to say on the podcast. And, you know, maybe we need a little bit of depth. Why not? That's what that's what your sources are for. Yeah, you're the inside man. This is, this is it. This is our that's, outlet. That's why you've got 8,000 right. so, so my sources say that, that it was Spurs who said, who offered up Jake Livermore and not West Ham. So, you know, take your choices. I thought it was Livermore and Dos Santos. I, I heard Livermore and uh, Danny Rose, Rose personally. Bad. I heard that. that. You heard that. I heard it from me. They're trying to make it look like. West Who Ham knows? In, in, in the silly line, season, everybody knows something about something. I mean, otherwise, Sky Sports News wouldn't have anything to say. You know, if everyone kept their mouth shut and no one said anything and didn't make up stuff, then Sky Sports News would just sit there with a camera going, we don't know what's going on. Why would they even have a camera if they didn't know what's going well, on? Well, they do. Have you not seen them on transfer day? They go, we're outside Upton Park and we can confirm nothing's happening. Oh. All day. That'll All be them. their day. <laughs> they won't be out Upton Park. It'll be Premiership Plus now, of course. So, uh, oh. who's going Millwall away? Oh, Millwall away? Millwall away. Oh, yeah. It's only a 2,000 tickets, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've got enough points on my. I don't think you've got enough points on your season ticket to you be go. able to even. I can't see me getting one, can you? <laughs> um, Are you, George? No, I'm not. <laughs> Going to Palace. Oh, yeah. Anyone coming to Palace? Yeah, I might come to Palace with you. Um, we got Portsmouth next at home. Yeah. Um, got a break now for the England game. Yeah. But on the tenth, um, what are the predictions for that? How do you think Ooh. we're going to do? We're going to win. Home. We're going to win. Go on, come to me last. Go we're on, give win. a make a score prediction then. 3-0. Papa Booby Diop. Papa Booby Diop. old club. Bullcock. Not Tell one me the goal scores. Montengo. Yeah. Three goal yeah. scores. Papa Booby Diop. Yeah. Bullcock. No land. Uh, <laughs> Reese. I'm going to go with a 2-1 for West Ham. Ooh. Yeah. Scores. I'm going to go with no land. The goal. Just because I wouldn't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, I don't know who will score for them. But Why not? I don't know who they got left. No, I don't. No. <laughs> no. And then I'm going to go with a Reed goal as well. Not a lead. No, a um, lead player. I'm going to say we're going to win. Yeah. I think we win one nil. And I think we'll score a late winner. It'll be a painful watch. Yeah, we'll score a late winner rather what than the score. Have you gone for one nil? One nil. We're going to score in the 93rd minute, mm. and it's going to be. Celebration. Brian Montengo. Well, no, I'm going to go with Tonka. Noble scoring, actually. I think we'll score a lot of goals, but I think we concede. So I'll go for the win as well. I'll go 3-2. 3-2. Three, two. Three, two. Three, two. Scorers? Uh, I'll go for Bulldog, for one. I'll go for No Land, <laughs> as another. And uh, I'm going to go for Carlton Cole, the third. 
Don't ask me to name the Portsmouth players and who's got to score their games because I wouldn't know. How many fans are they going to bring? Well, they'll bring that guy with his bell, won't they? Yeah, the annoying bloke. He'll be there. Mm-hmm. Anything else anyone wants to add about Portsmouth game? No. no. Onwards and upwards. I think, you know, we've got to break head dark and, uh, you know, all West Ham fans out there. We, we we can't give them too much pressure. You know, we're part of the problem. I've said on my blog, I think, George, you've said on your problem. blog. You probably, I, probably I think that's have. a nonsense. Yeah, I, think no, I know you think it's nonsense. nonsense, but I think there's too much expectation. There's not too home. much expectation. We've never had too much expectation. You're part of the problem. Unless you're part of the solution, you're part of the no, problem, we've John. Never. We've, we've sat through years. Last two I know years, you're more we've of an armchair fan now, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> last two years, we've sat but through shocking football. But you are coming to Portsmouth, aren't you? Expecting nothing. So I don't want you to give the boys too much a hard I want you to sing some songs, get behind the team, don't give them a hard time, oh, especially in the nice, last my 90 seconds. My favourite saying, Sean, is shut What's up, that? Sean. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Don't expect me to give the boys hard times. Uh, we have been rubbish for a long time. We haven't expected anything for a long time, yet they still didn't perform. I'll be there going, come on, guys, pick up your game and, and cheering the boys up. There's no, not, there's no undue pressure at home. That's just a media thing and an excuse, in well, my opinion. We'll see. And, and, and welcome your opinion is, John. Thank as you always. very much. <laughs> well, that will be the joke we made about Reese being a special guest. We actually do have a special guest joining oh. us on the phone. Uh, you're, you're more still special. You're still you are special. special. Um, we have <laughs> the honour of speaking to Jeremy Nicholas, the West Ham Stadium announcer. Also um, known as Jem. Also known as Jem. And uh, he's going to be joining us on the phone. Um, I believe Sean's going to speak to him. Yes. So, Sean, over to you on the phone. Hi, Jeremy. Um, could we start with what made you become a West Ham fan in the first place? Well, I grew up in East London. I grew up in Clayhall, um, sort of near South Woodford. And... Uh, that's what I see people supporting my streets, so I supported them. Well, that's good enough, really. Yeah. <laughs> so how about the book? Obviously, you've just written your book, Mr. Moon's Left the Stadium. Where did the idea come from? Well, I've been stadium announced there, this is my 14th season, and I've just picked up lots of funny stories along the way, and I thought, oh, some of these ones I need to set down before I forget them. So uh, I just thought I'd set them all out in a book, really. And uh, I got, I don't know if you remember, I got sacked after 10 seasons. Yes, I have read that bit. Yeah, and uh, that was uh, nice. Got Duxbury got rid of me, and then I came back in after about five months when they tried out three other announcers, and none of them really quite worked out. And there was a bit of a growing fans campaign for me to come back. And it was during that time when I sat watching, thinking, you know, this isn't really very good. What's happening here? They announced the bubble was being played at the wrong time, and um, James Collins kept being called Jack Collins, and. John Collison came on at one point, and I thought, this is a bit poor, so I thought, I'd better write a book about this. And then, of course, I got the, the job back, and I thought, I'm not sure I can write the book now, because I might get sacked. So, uh, Well, we, we're glad you did. We were there on your first game back. We were in the uh, Trevor Brooking Lower. Whole city, lower, wasn't it? it was. You came around and shook everybody's hands. So I did, yeah. I walked around the pitch. It was whole city yeah, under you shook lights, all their hands at that time, but I'm sure you shook hundreds of pounds that day. Did I shake your hands? You did, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Cause I felt like everyone was saying, oh, Jeremy, it's great to have you back. And it was a bit like being in a Richard Curtis movie, you know, it would be the final scene. But um, I wonder if I imagined how many hands I shook, but I think I did probably shake about 100 people. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah. So in your book, you say how much it's a hard decision to become the stadium announcer in the first time round. Mm. Are you glad you made that decision rather than be a fan? And do you have any regrets now? 
Well, I suppose the regret is that I have to, I am working. So, you know, you can't be having a laugh, you can't be having a drink because I don't want to be missing who scores the goal or slurring or anything. And I did used to, when I was a season ticket holder, um, I, I used to like shouting at the players and, you know, give them advice and abuse in equal measure. And, and you can't really do that when you're the man on the mic. It, I think it would be uh, frowned upon. So, yeah, I miss that, but it's also great. I mean, I sit in the dugout, sit five seats behind Sam. Yeah. Uh, you get to chat to the players. And when we score a goal, everyone's shouting, but I'm the one on the mic that can say, Oh, West Ham's called by Carlton Cole! Yeah. So that, Where that, did you used to sit when you were a season ticket holder? I used to be in the West End upper. And each season, I'd ask to come a little bit further forward. And by the time I became the announcer, I'd, I'd reached row H, I think it was, which is about six, seven rows from the front. Yeah, in the middle, with the upper tier. So moving on, um, and I'm sure there must have been uh, at least one example, what's the silliest thing you've said as an announcer or, or, or biggest mistake? Um... Well, I congratulated Spurs when they beat us in the quarterfinal of the Cup and wished them luck in the next round. And nobody liked that. <laughs> no. And uh, a lot of people were very vigorous in saying that that was the wrong thing to do. And of course it was. But I was just being sort of fair-minded announcer. But uh, you see, a, a fan will just think, can't always do that. You can't do that. Not when it's Spurs. And of course, it was. you know, I was totally wrong. And I've apologised many times for that. But a lot of people would have liked me to be sacked for that. Um, what else did I do? When Richard Shaw scored his own goal for Coventry, I don't know if you remember, it was a bullet header. We were beaten 3-0. And I said, goal for West Ham scored by Richard Shaw. <laughs> and Coventry complained that I was too enthusiastic about an own goal. Yes. Um, and Alan Pardew told me off once because I gave out the score of the Reading game, which had been the early kickoff, and they'd won and they were one of our rivals for promotion. And apparently, because I announced that, I made the whole stadium negative. And it was all my fault, even though we then went on to win. Uh, yeah, so I, I did read about you and Alan Pardew, and I think he came back from, uh, was it Florida and, and Disneyland or SeaWorld? SeaWorld in Florida, uh, yeah. He had an idea that you would ask a quiz to, to the crowd. He wanted, he'd been to SeaWorld on a holiday, and he had this idea that we'd do this quiz like they do, where the camera would hone in on one person in the crowd, and they would hold up one, two, or three fingers, depending on whether the answer is number one, two, or three. And I said, Alan, we can't do that because West Ham fans will hold up the middle finger if it's one. They'll hold up two fingers. And they'll say, you know, the only way we can do it is if it's the answer is number three. And he said, no, no, they won't do that. They didn't do that at SeaWorld in Florida. I said, no, because American kids are completely different. You know, they, they would be respectful on TV. West Ham fans would just have a laugh, wouldn't they? And they'd just be flicking the Vs all the time. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you persuaded him out of that. Well, we lied to him. We told him that we didn't have a camera that went in close enough. <laughs> So moving up to uh, today, um, obviously, uh, what's your view on the season so far? Very good away from home um, and at home. Well, a little bit unlucky. We've had the jitters, haven't we, around about the 90-minute mark, which I think is all my fault for announcing three added minutes just when we're oh, about right. to see the goal. Seeking personal responsibility. Well, one fan did come and shout <laughs> at me and said that I put the defenders off because I announced three added minutes. I said, well, you have to announce it when you hold it up. You can't, it's not like you can wait for the action to finish and then you say three added minutes because there might only be a minute left then. All right. So um, put your neck out and say what our final league prediction place will be by the end of the season, who the top goal scorer will be. I think that we will get automatic promotion because I'm very encouraged with the new signings. I think some signings have been brilliant. I think we're great away from home. I think we're eventually going to start um, winning at home, hopefully against Portsmouth. 
Top scorer, did you say? Uh, well, I think Carlton Cole because he just looks since since Sam's been here. He just it was like when Zola first came. Carlton Cole looked really good, didn't he? And I think Carlton's all about confidence. I think Sam certainly gives him that, whereas Abraham didn't. So yeah, uh, Sam Bulldog, he, he might do well for us. I, I haven't seen much of him, um, but I think it'll be between him and Carlton probably the top, uh, top scorer. There's a good competition between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, the final question comes from our special guest, who's mm. uh, Rhys James. He's, uh, he played for AFC Wimbledon, he's just got in the league, and uh, he's also a Wells under-21, and he's been on our podcast special guest for the first two weeks. Okay. Uh, he's really excited about being the FIFA game for the first time now he's joined the league, and he wanted to know, are you doing the voice of the stadium announcer in FIFA 2012? Well, I haven't done any new announcements, but... Sometimes what they do is I'll do them, and then the next year they won't record any new announcements, but it'll still be my voice. So I don't think they'll have got anybody new in, but I haven't done any new announcements. You don't get any royal, extra royalties. No, so I won't get paid for it, <laughs> but hopefully it'll still be my voice, because I'm hoping it's a job for life, because I've, you know, all of the, the announcements I've already recorded, they've got in the database, and I've done it since 2006. So if they brought somebody else in now, they'd have to do the whole of the world players again. Yeah. So, so um, I don't know. I'll wait and see when FIFA 12 comes out, but I suspect it'll be my voice on it, but there'll be nothing new on there. Okay. Thanks very much, Jeremy. Do you want to just do a quick plug for your book? Mr. Moon has left the stadium. It's published by Biteback Book. It's 12.99 in the shops. Um, and if you want to read a free chapter, you can go to mrmoonhasleftthestadium.com, where I've put a free chapter about uh, how I became the announcer. And there's also, I've put a bizarre video on there of me reading a chapter about Betty the Tea Lady, who's one of my favourite people I ever met at West Ham, who wouldn't give Graham Pohl, the referee, chocolate biscuits because she didn't like him. All the other refs got chocolate biscuits, but she pretended that they'd gone whenever Graham Pohl was a ref because he never gave us any penalties. And I've recorded myself, Roald Dahl style, reading that chapter by a log fire. Okay, thanks very much, Jeremy. <laughs> Take care. All right, bye. Thank you, Jeremy. Um... Reese, we have a question for you before we go. And um, this oh. one's from Simon Tunhill. Wasn't uh, he on? He was. He's a regular listener. He, he likes tweeting in. Oh. Um, he wants to know What's his Twitter address? what West Ham players have you played with um, throughout your career, uh, past, present, or future? Well, I won't know about future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... well, no, but there might be someone's question. <laughs> well, there might be someone like. Christian Montano. Yeah, it might be someone who hasn't been born yet, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know everybody. No, I mean when I was when the, um, just before he broke through, Freddie Sears scored the last minute winner against me. Is that when you were at Fulham? Fulham, yeah. Uh, Junior Stanislas, I had to endure thirty minutes of right back against him. Was that hard was which it? Which I came out on top of. To really? Honest. But how times have changed. Yeah. But, uh, other ones, um, Jack Collison, yeah, played with at Wales. At Wales, I've played with him. Um, anyone else? Uh, just people like Frank Newball, I've grown up playing with. And uh, where'd you play with Frank Newball? When he used to be at Chelsea. What you played against him? Played against him, yeah. Sorry, and that. No, that's um, right. Don't no, have to no. apologise. Where is uh, Simon's question? Oh yeah. Uh, well, thanks once again, Simon. Yeah, for your thank question. you for your question, Simon. Um, that concludes today's podcast. Um, it's goodbye from me, George. Uh, Sean, do you want to say goodbye? It's goodbye from George. Uh, 
Reese, you want to say goodbye? Yeah, I don't know. Would this be my last goodbye or, or not? Uh, or yeah, we're going to have to get a new special what? guest on for next uh, week. Okay, that, that's a shame. I yeah. was feeling at home. But... Thanks you for say me. goodbye. Or... I will do. Goodbye. <laughs> I, I, I think Reese adds a, a really interesting dynamic to the podcast. Thank you. And they don't get much more special than Reese. Oh, oh, that's so cute. What a nice way to end. Goodbye. 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 Who's that? That's me, John. What's your Twitter? West Ham JB. Well remembered. Thank you. I'm at George WHUFC. John? At West Ham Football. And Reese. Reese J100. He never Good does effort. it. But There's I don't no use point. it, so. But still follow him. Still follow him. he does it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> he saves them all brain. up. <laughs> puts that one monster it just tweet. Mind blows. So uh, that's it for this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to Jamie Nicholas for his time. And uh, we'll see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.